Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Andrew, Christopher Breeze, what a day. <laughs> what, what a day, man. Like me, Ryan and I had made a plan like we were going to hold off on doing like, you know, Saints podcast, you know, Saints, you know, Twitter podcast for a bit. You know, we wanted to kind of start venturing out and get in, you know, different perspectives and different mediums. And we had like this whole plan, like until we started getting people on, you know, and talk about different stuff, you know, we were going to put on a little hiatus on the show. Then here comes the quarter of the New Orleans Saints. Speaking to Yahoo Finance, I don't even know. Dude, like, did you not get swindled by a pyramid scheme? Who are you talking finances to? Yahoo Finance? Like, of all people to drop, like, the bomb of the offseason. Yahoo Finance, son? <laughs> like, not Peter King, not, you know, not Old Breer, not Old Breer, not, you no, know. Nope. No, not, not, not Mike Florio, not, not Jay Glazer. Glazer. <laughs> no, some dude on Yahoo Finance. You're giving financial advice to us who, oh, and so well, let me let me just people who there are gonna be people people who listen to this podcast and are gonna be offended. Please just block Ryan and I preemptively. Uh, just, 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 and just stop listening to. I mean, you can still subscribe, but you don't have to listen to any more episodes. Like, we, we, we keep the subscription. And I also want to say, like, if we're if if we're laughing, please know that as black men, we are not laughing about the situation in our country. That is not what this is about. Right. So I want to put that disclaimer. But as a Saints fan, like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I've been laughing legitimately all day and just shaking my head because only the New Orleans Saints in an offseason, like, it's, it's something every year. But I, I don't know. I don't, like, I just feel like the heat is so hot. And it's, it, is, it is completely justifiable. Like, all the roasting he's getting – he deserves it 110%. Like, he's 100. put himself in that position. And the way, like, the phrase I use, he's being willfully obtuse to the no, situation. Exactly. Obtuse, exactly. Just obtuse. I wanted, to use that, I wanted to use obtuse earlier, but I wasn't sure if it fit or not. Oh, it fits. That's exactly what it is. I was like, do I need to Google the obtuse? Right <laughs> no, like, he's just being obtuse. Like, it's – and – I mean, I don't want to speak for a man. Like, I've never had like a suspicion like Drew is like racist or like anything like that. But it was bad enough when he did it the first time with the whole, you know, when Colin was was kneeling. Right, right. And then for him to like, triple down, triple down, like not, 
This man is at the blackjack table. The dealer said he's at 20. He said, hit me again. Like, <laughs> like here's the thing that, that, that really uh, messed my head up, man. Like, like no, I know the guy asked him about kneeling or whatever, but like, that shit ain't even on people's mind right now. Like kneeling or nothing like that. Oh. Like, like the, the America is on fire. Like you know what I'm saying. So he could easily. I mean, Drew. You, we know Drew. Drew is a very smart guy as far as like talking to the media and getting his message prepared and stuff like that. So he he knows he could have easily said, you know, now is not the time to talk about that. Right now is you know we need to deal with trying to heal and blah 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 blah. Whatever. Could have said like. 150 different things. <laughs> you know, well, well, I would, I would, I do not stand for disrespecting the flag. It's my grandfather, blah, 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 blah. Like, bruh, like, what's wrong with you? Ain't nobody <laughs> thinking about that. Like, nobody. <laughs> okay. Read the room, Drew. Read the room. Like, like, you talking about disrespecting the flag and respecting the military like two days after Donald Trump talked about sicking the U.S. Army on U.S. citizens. Citizens. You know what I'm saying? Like, civil type of shit. And you talking about respecting the military, like, bro, like, man, like, Drew, like, bro, like, I don't know, you're not talking to Brittany. I know Brittany, Brittany gotta know. Brittany gotta know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she don't. I don't know. Talk to Bailey. I'm sure Bailey (laughs) Bailey know what's up. Check him real quick. I just... If I've seen, and I mean, we would be remiss if we didn't talk about, I'm just just trying to count. Okay, first you had Malcolm Jenkins, you had Mike Thomas, you had Kamar. Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara have unfollowed Drew on social media, which seems like a, like a... (laughs) <laughs> like a you gotta baby. update me, bro, because like I told you, I hadn't even looked at Twitter yeah, in like, yeah, they, it's like um, five o'clock. They hit, him, they hit him with the Ryan. Unfollowed. Out of here. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I did see uh, Marcus Colston drop the, like Marcus Colston yeah. dropped do, some heat. Do you, do you know how bad shit is when you get the quietest dude ever to play football? To speak out. <laughs> Colston don't, don't say nothing, son. Colston don't say nothing. And this man dropping dropping a whole, you know, dropping a whole verse on IG, you know, and he got a little, you know, he used a you instead of your hip and that. So you know he was speaking from the heart, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't nothing coming from no PR. He was just typing it no. out. So like, like, that's crazy, bro. Like, I know Drew, I can't imagine what Drew thinking right now. I don't know if he thinking like, well, that's this is what I said, or he like, damn. So that, like, that must be missing something. So, so that, like, that's my question. To, like, I would not be shocked that by the time people are listening to this this episode tomorrow, like, there's <laughs> it's, gonna, it's gonna be like a video out. It's gonna be something. Like, like, and, and I know Diana, like, Rossini had already, you know, talked about like the Saints were gonna <laughs> like a. <laughs> A, a meeting, <laughs> goddamn June. <laughs> three months away. <laughs> and I think the 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 world of where it stands right now with the coronavirus, and so it's not even like a regular locker room because I I feel like things would have been not different, 
because I'm not, and don't listen to this and think I'm trying to rectify or sympathize with anything Drew said. That's not the case at all. I'm just talking about like the logistics of the situation. I feel like the situation may have been different if he's surrounded by the team and it's handled differently. But now, like, because of the distance, like, players are like, oh, for real? Like, oh, I'm going yeah. to tell you how I feel. And right. there, there's no way, you know, and there's no buffer and there's no barrier. Because you got to understand, you know what I'm saying? They, they sitting home just like us. You know, Cam Jordan, Mike Thomas, Kamara, all them guys. You know, they sitting watching, you know, Twitter, watching, watching uh, social media, watching the news, pissed off, just like we have been, you know, the past couple of days. And then your leader, you know what I'm saying, your your leader, even though I'm sure all of them kind of knew how he felt about certain things, you know, I mean, I'm sure they understood, you know, hey, Drew, you know, Drew a solid dude or whatever. But for him to come with them comments, it's like, man, like, I'm sure they really, like, you saw the Malcolm Jenkins video, like, you could that, tell he was speaking from a place where that hurt. I, I'm disappointed, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm more, I'm more disappointed than anything, you know, because this is a person I respect. This is a person I play with, you know, look up to and all that stuff. And I'm disappointed, you know, and nothing worse than dis- being disappointed. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Even like, you know, when, when your parents, like when you're growing up and your parents were disappointed at you, yeah. that, was, that was worse when, like, when they that turned worse. up. I, yeah, I'd rather get an ass whooping than you know, like your, your your mama just like just shaking her head. Like, I can't mm. believe I can't believe you did this. I'm mm. So disappointed, <laughs> and, and that hurts. That and hurts. I'm sorry, it's, mama. <laughs> it's like I texted you earlier, man. Like I felt like that Malcolm Jenkins was like you know him like Obi Wan. Like you're my brother. Like yeah. I, I loved you. Like like you gonna do this to me? Us? Like for real? Like it's supposed to bring balance to the force, not leave it in darkness. Like, it, the team the team is hurt, and I've seen – I kind of say they're kind of crazy because I've seen some things, like, in Saints Twitter, just in general, like, Drew got to retire now. Like, and, like, come on, folks. Like, let's yeah, – like, I mean, stop. stop. I, was, I was retweeting that stuff. I can't lie. I was retweeting it and all that. <laughs> yeah, I, but – Just because it's funny, but <laughs> – But honestly, I don't know where, like – the way the news cycle is, this could easily be forgotten. Not forgotten, but kind of moved on from in a week or two. Couple of weeks. Yeah. Not, not, not that even if from the media standpoint, if it's moved on, that thing, like what he said is okay. Like, Oh, like, yeah. Oh, it's in the locker room. Like, it's, you know, it's not going nowhere. You know, no, you know, no. It's the locker room and the fans, some of the fans, you know, but I'm just wondering, like, man, like, how do you how do you move forward with it? You know what I'm saying? How do you move forward know. with it in this climate where you don't you can't even get the team together? You know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's, that's tough. Yeah, it's tough, man. Like it's gonna sit in the stool on a lot of dudes for a little minute. I will say I did notice an interesting juxtaposition juxtaposition in terms of you 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 know Mike Thomas Kamara's Kamara's like they're young they're younger players but. Cam yeah. Jordan wasn't vibing with it. Michael, you know, Malcolm Jenkins wasn't vibing with it. But then you had like Marcus Davenport and Charlie Garner Johnson were like, eh, well, and it's interesting to see like the youth and like the like the age of the players 
of how they kind of see things like differently. Because Chauncey was like just being real and said like, yo, like you can say all this about Drew now, but when it comes on Sunday, like, <laughs> like you, are, you already know what it is. And, and it's just interesting to see how the, the age, like somehow the ages of the players kind of, how they see things differently. Right. And you know, it's funny because I kind of thought it would play out differently. I thought the younger players would be a little more pissed and the older players could be a little more, uh, you know, whatever. But it, it might be playing out the opposite way where, you know, the older players who've been around, who, you know, who's invested in in what's going on in America versus the young players who are just like, man, look, I ain't worried about all that, man. Let's play football. You know <laughs> let's, what I'm play, let's play football, get a ring. Like, that's... Yeah. Right. So, you know, I, I mean, I don't know, but... I think it's, I mean, you know, you're talking about a lot of black players. Mm-hmm. They got to look in your eyes and, you know, play hard for you. You know what I'm saying? So, and these are his guys. Like, this is, Mel, you know, Mike Thomas, like, Kamara, that's, you know, that's your <laughs> core. You know what I'm saying? And it's not, it's not saying those are professionals and they're going to ball out regardless, but, you know, you still need that respect and, Drew, Drew, he's going to have to – he's going to work at it, man. Like, I, I, I don't know how he's going to do it, but, like, he's going to sit down and, like, really come to Jesus on this. He has to realize where he's wrong at because I, I, I'm I, – like, shoot, anybody listening to me, anybody that's followed me for a long time, you know, I've defended Breeze nonstop. Anything he's done wrong, I'm the biggest Drew Breeze fan on and off the field as far as – you know, the leadership he's provided, his, being, his ambassadorship that he's had with New Orleans. I mean, he was <clears> – people <throat> talk building, rebuilding New Orleans and all that stuff. That's a little overblown about how much he's actually rebuilt. You know, I mean, he's, he's invested, don't get me wrong, and I don't diminish that at all. But one of the major things he's done is he's gone on Joe Lennon. Well, back when Joe Lennon was on TV, you know, Jimmy Kimmel – you know, all these night shows, he's going on Good Morning America, and he's talking about New Orleans. He's Especially after Katrina, it was in dire need of a positive image of New Orleans being put out there. And he was like the perfect person promoting that. You know what I'm saying? And he did a lot as far as putting New Orleans from a positive standpoint, putting that out there, you know? not to, And that's not even including what he did on the field. You know, so, you know, I have, I have people know me, I would love Drew Brees forever, man, but you know, this right here, like, I'm looking at him sideways for real. But it just strikes me because he's a smart dude. Like, we all know Drew is smart. He's smart about how the world perceives him, and he's smart about how he carries himself. So for him to, like, kind of triple down like that, it really makes you scratch your head, like, like is, what is he really saying? Yeah, because, you know like, like, it's the fact that he tripled down, but – Drew's always been very smart in terms of, like, being, like, a straddler. Like, straddle right. line, don't walk the boat, you know, in case he wants to get into politics later down the line, you know, not to mess up his NBC money that he had, or whatever. Yeah. But, like, admit, and I'm, I'm hoping I'm not looking too much into it because I might be, but, like, this was more, like, this wasn't, like, a straddle the line. Like, this was a double down, and I'm kind of going to lean into it a little bit and it's like like is this like are you really leaning into this right now like not that it's 
any like any good time to lean into this stance. But of all the times in the world, he wants to lean into it now. And what's funny is I uh, remember the last podcast with Mike Triplett. Yep. I asked him, you know, what was his thoughts on sort of you know Breeze's stance back when, back you know back during the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, and how was not that was what was what just what thought on thoughts on Breeze's stance, but what was his thoughts on the locker room during that time? And you know, Mike Triplett really couldn't come up with an answer as far as it being problems and. It's just something how that's really it's flipped today. Oh my goodness! You know, and and I, the thing the thing about Drew though is he, you know, he uses these this fluff the fluff terminology, and he's talking to Mike Triplett because you know obviously he must have as soon as he, when he saw the, uh, the the flaming on Twitter he must have said hey I got to get to Mike Triplett or somebody that I'm cool with that can put my quotes out. And, you know, he's like, hey, I stand on my teammates on racial, like racial, racial equality and all that stuff. And he has, he's not really attuned to where we are right now. Like, no. we're so past that. We're so past that, oh, I don't see color. You know, we, we just want to be united of all colors and black, white, Asian. We're all Americans and we just want peace. We're just so past that we need to address the actual problems, and he just missed that messaging in everything he said. He just missed it. Like it's like I, I was. I always thought that Drew at least had like two or three PR people that would be like, "Hey, okay, this is the message you want to do." But obviously, he doesn't because he's like, he he was just coming off the head like, "Bro, what are you talking about?" So, shout out to the Kev on Twitter. Uh, uh, at, um, at Buckleman, but he basically he said, and I and he he tweeted this. He said, he like Drew was so kind of like obtuse and like in his own. He said, I would I would wouldn't be shocked if he had even seen the video of of George Floyd getting murdered. Like he seriously, like, and, and he said it. I was like, you, you know what? He is probably a hundred percent right. Like has probably not even seen it until today. Like, I really think you're right. Because if you read his statements, it's very general, you know. It's, it's very generalized and it's very, uh, you know, like like he heard, saw what's going on and was like, okay, let me uh, pull up my station statement for racial unrest. <laughs> <laughs> like a template. Like he has a book. Yeah, he has like a template. Like, okay, there's racial and disharmony. Let me see what I say for that. And just copy and paste it. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like. Um, just to give you like a sense of how times have changed, and you know, so I don't know if you remember. I mean, of course you remember this, but Riley Cooper was caught on camera video saying. He wanted to fight every nigger at a fucking concert. Yep. Did not get cut, didn't get released. They sent him to some type of magical racist getaway camp for a couple. And he played that same, that same season. And I'll never forget one of your tweets. This is this is how long ago we've been following each other. We've been friends. <laughs> but like 
it was some Eagles game. I don't know if it was against the Saints. It may have been against the Saints. But some Eagles game, and he made a catch, and you tweeted, he just said the N-word. I saw <laughs> I read his lips. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, so that shift, like, imagine that. Like, a white player on video says the N-word. This is Riley Cooper. Like, he was, like, a wide receiver four on the – like, right. he was not, like, a prominent player. Didn't right. get cut, nothing. Fast forward to 2020, the, you know, most impactful athlete in New Orleans history just <laughs> – Leans it, leans into something, and you have LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James, Snoop Dogg. I mean, people for like players from other teams. Uh, it is. Oh it is, man, it is. Like I saw, uh, I saw uh, what's his name? Your boy, pass rusher for Green Bay that played for the Ravens. Uh, what's his name? Oh, the Darius Smith. Yeah, 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 it's Darius. And like he he posted like on IG, just marking that we're playing the Saints on week three. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they gun it for Drew. They gun it for him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where it's at. Like, but, but I'm just, what's, what's crazy is like, what if I told you like the beginning of back in January, like the um if you had to choose a player that will cause all season that would be an off-season problem, like a problem in the off-season, off-the-field problem for the season. Drew Brees would be like the last. <laughs> He'd be the last player you pick. Like, who would be the off-season problem for the team? You know what I'm saying? And it's Drew Brees. Drew Brees has broken the locker room. Broke it. Broke it. Like, broke it. Because you know they're going to have players on his side. You know what oh. I'm saying? Austin Carr, baby, come on. Austin Carr, you know. I don't know Chicolo at all, but I'm just assuming Chicolo, you know. I don't think, I think Kigo Alonzo going to be down with the bros, you know. (laughs) (laughs) And then we we always talk about, like, oh, man, like, you know, the coaching job that Sean, you know, every year Sean has him a challenge, you know what I'm saying? Like, last season. You know what? Well, go ahead. I was just saying last season, you know, Teddy went down. He, you know, he he did some of his best coaching. What? And again, it's not it's not just about football, but what he's gonna have to do to I don't I don't want to say remedy because you can't remedy it because but he's gonna have to do something like some amazing coaching to steer the ship after this debacle, like. It's gonna be something that have to be his best work, if he's even able to. One thing, I, one thing, I, I, I not too long ago that one of Sean Payton's greatest attributes was his ability to coach through a crisis. He loves a crisis. He creates crises. Like he, yeah. he he'll manufacture one just to get his team rolling. You know, I I, I tweeted about it. I was looking at it kind of like from the other side of it, like. Can he coach a team without a crisis? Can he just take a good, great, a good roster with boring team and just coach that? You know, does he need the the crisis to 
to uh to really bring out his greatness as a coach. So I mean, it is he didn't served it on a stinking platter like here's your crisis, like go to work. Like, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to maneuver this. I don't know how. I don't, I don't know how, man. It's it's gonna but, be. Uh, it, it's gonna be like his best coaching coaching job ever. Easily, <laughs> easily, easily. Like I'm, I'm like I'm trying to like. Can we get Denzel to come in? Just pretend to be like her, you know, Coach Herman Boone for. for just you know, sitting over there. Just, 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 just Um. I don't. I mean, it's 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 this is wild, man. Like I, the Saints have given us something every offseason. Trade Jimmy Graham, trade Junior Gallette, Bell debacle, whatever. Like trade for like a long snapper. He has a heart problem. Delvin Bro Delvin has a bro. Has, has a bruise. Oh nope, <laughs> broken broken leg, bad doctors. Blackening gate, uh, Mickey Loomis wiretaps. Uh. <laughs> the 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 like, how crazy is this? Like, like the whole like maybe like you know Greg Bensel like giving advice to like the Catholic uh, Church is absolutely. Church, uh, I mean, pedophiles. Uh, <laughs> you, you name it. It's endless. It's endless, man. Like, this team here, I don't care. It's something different, man. There's like, always some shit. Always. And, you know, I was I was saying this earlier. I feel like if I was still as, as emotionally attached as I was prior to the NFC Championship game, like, I feel like this would hit me a little harder. Because I know, like, we say as fans, you know, even as, you know, like, oh, you know, I don't really care about, like, players and they're, like, what? But at the end of the day, like, if you're a fan, like, if you're a diehard fan, like, it's hard to separate that, like, admiration as a, from a football player and, like, as a person. Like, I, I, it's just hard to distinguish the two, I think. And so, for me, where I'm at as a fan now, like, like man, it today is a, like it's just a shitty day. Like you know, like and we we've known where Drew has stood. Like this isn't new. Yeah. Like this isn't news yeah. to us or anything like that. But just the blatant disregard. And I don't know if it's even a disregard or if he like I think the, the like he's just obtuse. Like he like I just don't like. And I'm not trying to make that like a cop out. Like he just doesn't fucking get it. And that's part of the huge problem. And that we can say that about a lot about what's going on in this country. Right, like right. people just not fucking getting it. Like he oh, I think I think he seriously looks at the flag as a as a like a as a uh, almost magical piece of cloth that you must respect. I really think he views it like that. You know, I think that's how he was raised. And I think he really believes that, you know, disrespecting the flag is, you know, is blasphemous. Right. You know? Correct. In his mind, that's how he's looking at it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, he, 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 he really, he really has to wake up, man. Like he, 
and he, I know he's a smart dude. I know he can't be that stupid. <laughs> I mean, he's not even stupid, but like, I know he has some kind of empathy. Like he can't know? be that. He can't be that ignorant, right? Like, come on, man. And I just think, I think um, when he really, he sleep at night, he, you know, I know he's gonna be hearing that Malcolm Jenkins and. Coasted and all that stuff, like he really has to be thinking, like, damn, I uh, he's he's gonna think uh, I really need to check myself off. He's gonna just dig in more, you know, and I'm gonna say I'm not I'm not gonna let anybody swim my mind, you know. This is me, and this is what I think, and he just gotta get over it. I will, if that's I will, the case, that's the case. That's not good. No. <laughs> Um, I will say, you know, people who may listen, you know, think that like, there have been, all right, so let me just kind of go back. Player, after that whole Riley Cooper situation, the black players on the Eagles play with Riley Cooper. Um, Richard Sherman, like had basically when Joe, you know, when Nick Bosa was drafted to like the Niners and we all know where Nick Bosa stands in terms of where his political affiliation is. He basically was like, oh, it's not, it's no big deal. You know, that, you know, he came in as a rookie, wasn't a fucking issue. Um, no one had any issues playing with Big Rape. When Damus creepy ass had his whole sexual assault thing, not an issue. The Chiefs don't have an issue playing with a child abuser. So this is not me, like, making an excuse for Drew, because this is not what this is, but... If you're in the NFL, whether it's fucking sexual abuser, child abuser, not knowing where to, you know, not having empathy for for black people, there's a chance that one of your teammates, like, you know what I'm saying, is not the best fucking dude. Um, But unlike any of those situations, Drew just decided to drop this bomb when the world is already on fire and... It's just gasoline. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's why, that's what feels like what makes this so different than all those yeah. other situations. Right. And, you know, when Drew, when Breeze talked about it uh, back in, you know, a couple of years ago when Colin Kaepernick was kneeling and stuff, uh, the Saints, that was what, 2016, the Saints were kind of a lose, you know, 79, you know, uh, and there was kind of a debate at that time. But like now, there's less of a debate uh, as if there's less of a debate of police brutality because that, you know, that George Floyd video really was revealing because even people I know, I, I, I follow, I have a pretty diverse following. And I, you know, I, I, I do that on purpose because I kind of like to see what other people are saying. To a certain extent, anyway. Right. And even people who were normally, you know, pro, you know, pro police or whatever, even they were like, "Man, that's wrong." You know what I'm saying? I saw some was like, "Man, I would have shot that police." You know what I'm saying? Like, and these are pro police type of people. Right. You know, and so you know, the, so this was kind of an opportunity for them there to be like real progress you know, to win over some minds if that's what you wanted to do. And so for Breeze to be kind of 
still trenched in to where he was at, you know, I think that that kind of blew 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 some people away. He was like, "Wow, like still, like still, you know, you still there, you know." And so that's why I kind of understood. Like, I really felt where Malcolm Jenkins was coming from because I'm sure he had a hard time with Breeze comments back then. But you would think uh, after all these years, like, damn, there would have been some growth. The fact that there's none, none that that was just disappointing. disappointing. But like you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the best word you, you keep saying is disappointing. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, it, as a fan of his in the past, even even though I'm not as you know not invested, like it still hurts. Like it's it's weird to say that, but yeah. it does. Like it does. It does. Like it, it hurts. And, and and you know this. Like I'm not from New Orleans, and you know you know I'm from Texas, and I've been a diehard Saints fan, you know, for years. And it's it's it hurts like as a Saints fan like because I can't like like can like read the room like do you know not do you know like the like the Saints and the population of African Americans in New in New Orleans in the state of Louisiana man. like <laughs> man I mean it's a black city <laughs> like for it's you to be that dense or man, like I don't I don't know it's just it's frustrating it's it's sad. It's disappointing, and and you know if if you're listening to this and you're like you know what fuck Drew I'm never going to support him again. You you get no beef you know for me but at all at all you know and I think for me like like me and you both kind of look at football more like we enjoy seeing like the team building aspect and then we yeah. like then we see the product on the field and you know those people they win they lose whatever like it doesn't affect our emotional state but man i'm i'm very good at compartmentalizing uh um, all this shit like with celebrities at least whatever you know i've all of them like so many dudes are pieces of shit outside of what they do i just learned to just compartmentalize whatever it is they do and just enjoy what i enjoy them for is what is for whatever they provide you know, that's just what I've learned over the years, and that's just how I approach it. You don't have to approach it that way. You, if you want to, like, not listen to R. Kelly again, ever again, like, that's fine. I'm right. still going to bump some R. Kelly. I'm still going to bump Michael Jackson. I'm still going to bump, you know what I'm saying? Like, Ryan, Ryan, Ryan let it out right now. Right. I, but that, I mean, that doesn't mean I support what they did. And then I just, right. That was a good piece of art that they produced. You know what I'm saying? And so it's the same way with Drew Brees. Like, if he comes out and he's, doing this thing on the field, I'm going to appreciate that. But as far as who he was, who I always did respect him off the field too, you know, that's been the I, – I can't – I don't have that same respect that I had, you know, before all this. That, like, that, that's gone. That's gone. It, it, gone. There, there, there's no getting it back. It's gone. Um, it's, it's super – it's super sad – how he's I mean he 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 has forever stained and tarnished his legacy. Period. At the end at the end too. Like yes. at the end. Yes. All he had to do was finish out the season. Just shut up, Drew. Just just shut up. Finish out the season. If he didn't win the Super Bowl, it would have sucked, but if he finished the season and you know he would have you know nobody would have looked at him harshly at all, you know. 
but this is this is a tarnish, man. Like yeah, this, this is a tarnish. So, we, you know, I I think you have made the analogy that you know the upcoming Saint season is very kind of equivalent, like the Last Dance yeah. and everything. Who would have thought that the Jerry Krause on the team? <laughs> This season is supposed to be all about him. Uh, about him. You're trying to win one for Drew. And now, like, do you think a player, like, obviously they want to, you know, as a team, as, you know, athlete, obviously they want to win one, as, you know, it's their competitive nature. But I remember, like, in the last couple of seasons, like, the players will openly say, like, yo, we, we're trying to get this for – this is for Drew. Right, like, right. Yeah. This is for right. him. Let them all, all of them. They're like, man, we trying to get a rate for Drew. For, for Drew. Sure. Like, until – and that's gone. Like, I don't – I don't – not saying, like, it's – you know, they can't get it back. But, man, that's gone. And for him to – just – just dumb. Just a big dummy. Like, I that, – that, just not reading the room, man. Like you said, man. It's like not understanding where you at. I, I want to try to read into his mind a little bit. I know you're not supposed to do that, but I know some people. Some people have asked me, like, you think Drew Brees is racist? You know, and I, I mean, I, I can't answer that. I don't know Drew Brees. I never met him. I never hung out with him. You know, but you know, obviously, there's a scale of racism. You know, there's you could be someone that. Uh, you know, maybe you use the N-word loosely, maybe a little too loosely, but you have black friends that treat black people all right or whatever. Or you could just be someone that hates black people want to be, you know, doesn't want to associate with them and want, you know, you want them out of the country and all this. So there's that whole range right. of racism. You know, where Drew Brees falls in that range, I don't know. Yeah, I think Drew Brees is just one of those guys born in the late 70s, like a lot of people, a lot of white people born post-civil rights who were told, do not see color. Be colorblind. Do not see color. You know, this is how you approach life. Treat everyone, blah, 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 which sounds great. You know, sounds like, you know, they bring up, they always bring up the Martin Luther King you know, judge a man by his uh by his character quote. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, okay, yeah, 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 that sounds that sounds terrific, but it's not the reality we live, you know. A black person does not have the luxury of not seeing color. Like nope. it's it smacks us in the face as soon as we're able to start in our mind to notice what's going on out in society. Mm -hmm. You know? It's just not it's not realistic. And there are plenty of white people out here that realize that, that it's not, you can't operate colorblind. You do need to understand that, you know, there is systemic racism, you know, written into the books and it's rooted in, you know, American culture going back to when the country was, before the country even exists. Yep. So I think that's where he's, I don't, it, whether he's racist or not, it doesn't matter to me. It just, you know, it depends how you view him. But where he where he is falling on that scale, even if he isn't willfully racist or anything like that, he's on the problem side of the scale. Yes. Where you're yes. not helping. You're hurting. 
you're hurting. Yeah, yeah. And I, and he, again, it's hard, it's, but it's hard to imagine that if he, how do I word this? If he knew what his words would do, because he always strikes me as a person that it matters to him what his teammates think of him. Like, oh yeah. So that's that's a huge thing to him. If he knew, and, and maybe this is gonna, I won't say it's gonna be his wake up call because I mean the man's in his fucking forties. Like, I mean, he 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 should have long had his wake up call long before this. But and it's not like I mean he's, he plays football, which is primarily African Americans. He has a shit ton of African American teammates. Like this isn't like news to him, but like. I feel like if he knew the hurt that that would have that would have happened from what he said, I think maybe this is the time for him to be like, shit, like maybe I need to, you know, up, you know, get more. I don't, I don't know, man, because I feel like I'm not trying to make an excuse for him because I don't want people yeah. to listen to this and say, oh, you're trying to make an excuse yeah, for him. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Um, but I think you said it perfectly is, is uh, that, that you describing him and you were saying, and I was like, that sounds a hundred percent like it, like without question. And you just be, you're pretty much being hopeful. Like I am that you would think somebody who we, we would think as being a thoughtful person would look at it as, okay, I need to approach this as a learning opportunity. You know, even though I'm 41, I'm, you know, played with all these black players all these time, outspoken players. I mean, you played with Demario Davis. You played with Cam Jordan. You know, these dudes, they know what's going on. Like, how do you, how are you not, how have you not seen this yet? So, and I'm sure they've had these conversations before, but he really needs to open up and open his mind. And will he do it? I mean, we don't know. You know, that's going to be on him. So, I mean, that's what, that, that's what's going to, determine the outcome of all, of all this is how you approaches it. And if he is it uh, from a genuine from a genuine effort, or is it going to be some PR, you know, hey, everything's all good. I talked to the players. You know, we're going to come up with something and you know, and we don't want that. I think, I think the players are going to hold him to the fire and they want to see that he actually gets it. And I hope so, man, because here's the thing. I was talking to Nick Underhill about it. Like, Drew Brees, man, people listen to the dude, man. Like, people really respect what he says. They do. You know? So he has, like, he really had, like, especially him. Like, if he came out and was really, you know, was really, you know, as an ally, you know, he really could affect change in some people, man, because people really listen to him and they respect his words. So if he really was on our side, you know, I think he, you know, he can really, you know, affect some change. So, you know, he has a great opportunity for that. So I just hope, you know, his teammates or whoever, you know, explain that to him, man. Like, like, do you know, and, you know, this was said on Twitter, so I'm not trying to take credit for it. I think, you know, I think, you know, Mac Dog or, you know, Wolf on Twitter said it. Like, do you know how long ago it feels like him domain donating like five million dollars to COVID feels yeah. like? Now? 
price for like years ago, man. Like, you know, and it was all love. It was like two, three, five million dollars, you know. Making these companies look bad. Man. I was just like, why? Just like Tom Brady, he just posted some like a a graphic of (laughs) graphic of like praying for George Floyd or something like that. I don't know. Like, why you just couldn't do that? He posted the little, the little, the the black, the black thing (laughs) yesterday. Like that was just all we needed, Drew. Just left, could have left it at that, you know. I think it was. it was hilarious though, cause like the little the little black thing he posted, like it wasn't even like all the way black. Like it wasn't was even like, all the way black. It was like great, you know. <laughs> it was like he pointed his phone, like he pointed his phone under his desk, like. It's <laughs> the first thing I noticed. I was like. All these other celebs or whatever people are like, those things are black. <laughs> Jules was like, I was like, those ain't even black. <laughs> oh, man. I know. Oh, my goodness. Um, and, and, you know, Sean Payton, he, you know, Sean Payton, the Saints and all, them, all of them, they, you know, they had their statements ready or whatever. But it's like, damn, Jules. And I think it's funny too, because Jordan, shout out to my boy um, at JMood on 88 on Twitter. I've known Jordan forever, man. Like we go back into like Operation Sports forums when we would, used to talk about Madden and stuff. So I've known Jordan for forever. Um, and he said, and he tweeted this talking about like, and it, you would think that like potentially like the way that Sean Payton and Drew Brees think were similar. And I for sure thought that like earlier, like in the career. But I feel like Sean, as he's gotten older, maybe him being around maybe younger players or like I feel like he's just more woke. Like just he is for sure more and maybe and I don't know if he was like that earlier, you know, when he was a Saints head coach. I didn't feel like he was, but I feel like he has really opened his eyes and become more more mindful. And Drew, Drew been Drew <laughs> Since just the start, just the start, and nothing's changed, which is which is part of which is part of the problem. Like nothing's changed, and you know it's funny because you're not trying to, you don't want to control a person and tell them what to think, but it's like you're seeing like a like two faces of a guy because with Drew, he's beloved and considered so thoughtful and. Uh, you know, someone who approaches things really balanced and careful, and this he's just coming off as kind of like a, like just like you said, obtuse, and just kind of a grump. You know, it was like when I posted that picture of uh the little racist kid off Remember the Titans, the one that just refused <laughs> to accept you know accept black players on the team or whatever. Like that's him. That's him. If there was a Colin Kaepernick movie, he's that guy. You know, he's the grumpy old racist that just doesn't want to accept it, you know? <laughs> I just can't believe that's Drew Brees. Like, that's Drew Brees. That's who he's painted himself as, you know? And, like, maybe we sh- and maybe just Drew is just naive. Like, you, this is the same man that got swindled in a pyramid scheme for <laughs> for millions of dollars. Like, for diamonds. I, for diamonds. He got caught up in that, uh, 
Oh, that was years ago. The whole, I don't know, film tax rebate scandal. One of the old saints craziness. You know, like, so maybe. Maybe, maybe Drew is like football smart, but like. Maybe, maybe football smart, but maybe he really ain't that smart. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe he really ain't that smart. Come on, Drew. Um, I don't It's just, it's what. Imagine how Vic Fangio feels today, bro. What's going on with that? I didn't even. Like, what happened with that? I didn't even see what he said. Basically, I think yesterday he came out. And basically said like there was not there wasn't a like a, a racism problem in a NFL and kind of like you know old white man like grump like oh there's no racism in the NFL as all this is happening in the world mind you and he started getting dragged yesterday that went in today and then he like sends like this other new PR statement where he was like oh I've reflected on my statement and I'm wrong whatever. Hey, Drew just done took all the heat. Vic's like, Vic is I got that for you. I'll take care of that for you. I'll take that off you. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, it's, it, may, it could be a thing, like you said, where, who knows? You know, this second wave of corona might hit us in two weeks. <laughs> and, and Drew might, you know. Corona? COVID-19? What's that? Um, it's just, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's been a day. It, it's been a day. Um, Man. and that's what, and that's one thing I do, I do love about, you know, being a part of Saints Twitter, being a fan of the Saints is no matter what it is, <laughs> no matter how bad it is, we got some jokes. We, <laughs> oh, we going to joke all day. <laughs> all day. It does do. It doesn't matter. We gonna we gonna make fun of it, and we're gonna make we'll we'll make more fun of it than any other fan base. You know, we'll try to like save the joke. We we got like we we got them handled. Um, especially if it especially if it involves pain. Oh, we gonna, gonna make if if we're in pain, man. We gonna really go hard. Oh man. Uh, I guess maybe you know. Hopefully we might get a whole bunch of you know fifteen yard fifteen yard penalties, <laughs> unnecessary roughness, all that hot sauce. They gonna put that sauce on Drew, bro, for social justice. Black. Oh, like, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know how this gonna play out, bro. <laughs> Imagine this, you know, more than likely there's going to be some type of form of training camp. And imagine how those, you know, those posts, those post training camp practices go, you know, Nick, Mike, you know, you know, the questions coming. And I'm pretty sure Sean is at that point going to be like, you know, have them saying very controlled, you know, answers yeah. and what have you. But like that's good. That's gonna. It's gonna be a every. It, it's not gonna be like oh, okay. We're gonna ask these questions like one day and you know fucking move on. Like no, this is gonna be a constant. And you have all the national reporters, Diana Rossini, 
you know, Josina Anderson, like my, my whole timeline is like, I've talked to these Saints players, like, oh. Schefter, Schefter on his ass. Oh, <laughs> bro, when Schefter retweeted, I was like, no. Hey, like, this is, this is huge, bro. Like, hey, <laughs> why can't we just have a little quiet boring off season? <laughs> like, the, the Saints, had their probably best offseason in a very long day. They, they finally got a wide receiver too. They liked up, they locked up Taysom. Everybody, Jay- everybody speaking positive. Everybody. Everybody talking about oh the Saints roster is great. Top yeah. top three in the power rankings. Like <laughs> maybe potentially was Damien was Damien Clowney coming? Could you imagine like if like the Saints were potentially close to signing in like him? And like this, this comes out, and he's like, "Nah, man, like I'm, 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 I'm good. <laughs> Thanks, Drew. I'm good." It's and then of course, you know, beginning of June, three months before a potential season starts, and Drew decides to just let it all out with the Yahoo Finance. Yahoo Finance. Yeah, man. We of all gonna, places. We gonna get out of here. We we don't we we can only talk and and laugh and. <laughs> about this so much, um, so we, we you know we don't know what's what's in store for the pie. We, you know we we may go on a little hiatus if, if the Saints let us. <laughs> Never know, um, but if not, you know we might be back with some episodes. It just depends on what's in the pipeline. Um, you can follow Ryan on Twitter at that boy wolf. Um, don't follow me. On, I actually looked at my block count today, nine hundred and fifteen. Um, hey. <laughs> yeah, I, I figure. I figure. You know, at the very least, we'll touch base once a week and just you know do a pie with us, just talking. We might have something coming up with uh, Delvin Bro. Uh, fingers, we reached out to him, so fingers crossed. Yeah, something coming up with that soon, uh, and we you know we're gonna keep trying to bring guests to you, but we really want to bring quality content whenever the season starts. Uh, at some point, we want to start bringing some quality content to you guys and kind of upgrade uh, upgrade everything. We really want to be a quality content provider for Saints Twitter and the Saints fans. So, you know, expect big things coming soon. Right now, it's just so quiet. There's really nothing going on. Even Nick, Hunt, even Nick Underhill was hitting me up. He was like, man, you know, anything you want to ask me for my mailbag? <laughs> Like nothing, man. No, <laughs> not anything. But Drew said, "Wait a second. Yeah. I got, I, I got this. I got something for you." Um. So if you're listening to this, like, you know, have whatever you feel about Drew, feel it, like, because it's probably deserved. Um. And if you listen to this and you had some type of way of us, you know, if you disagree with us or you you know if you you know have certain feelings about racial injustice and things like this and you want to stick to football drew didn't stick to football exactly drew didn't stick to i football. wish he stuck to i wish he stuck to football <laughs> could you stick to football drew Jesus, just stick to football imagine how uh cia 518 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wonder what's his thoughts did you tell Drew stick to football? 
Uh, all right, we're gonna get out of here. Um, continue, we, so just continue to support us. We, you know, we love the support. Uh, we do this, like, like Ryan said, we do this for you guys. So, you know, have fun and, you know, we need to try to give you guys good quality stuff. Like, I know the, the title of the podcast is hashtag Saints Twitter pod, but, you know, don't, don't think that that might keep us boxed in, especially right now when things are quote unquote dead. Um, that we're just automatically always going to be talking about the Saints. Like, you know, you, 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 at some point you may never know in terms of like, you know, when it gets football season, like it's a different story. But, you know, these next couple of months, we may have different, you know, whoever we bring on may have nothing to do with football. It could be something, different sport, whatever. Um, you know, we're just trying to have good quality conversations with, you know, with people that, you know, that are smart and, you know, can educate and just have good conversations. And that's, that's what me and Ryan thrive on. And if you listen to it, you listen to it. And if you don't, you know, you don't, but with that, we're going to get out. Um, everyone, you know, stay safe, take care of yourselves. Um, you know, the world still, I mean, it, it is what it is in terms of the, the state of the world. Um, it's just, it's, I think it's even crazy for me. Cause like, I, like what I do with my job, like I am out and about. And so, like, it's something for me, like, when these curfews, like, when, when these curfews are 6 p.m., as a black man, I ain't trying to be out past 6 p.m., you know, past curfew, even though I, I, I am working. Like, I, I'm a government employee. That doesn't mean shit at the end of the day. And that's, like, that's, that's the sad state of the world. Like, I ain't trying to go drive home and some, something happens to me. And so <clears throat> that's why that's why I think the the stuff with Drew is so disappointing because like he he it's like that doesn't even like it doesn't register him like no nope. which is insane but anyway we're gonna get out of here uh, yeah so follow Ryan don't follow me and we're out peace save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.